I like sports, usually the non-violent ones, but I will watch the occasional MMA or boxing match. I usually try to avoid videos of people getting hurt for entertainment, but occasionally I remind myself that these people signed up for a fight and watch a clip of a guy getting knocked the fuck out, or that video where Tony Stewart killed a guy. Did you know that Tony Stewart killed a guy? It's not like a violent sport usually, but sometimes. Sometimes a fight goes a touch too far and people aren't getting knocked out, they're getting seriously injured. Like for example, Tony Stewart killing a guy, or a bone going through skin, or too much blood being spilled, or a neck getting tweaked just a smidge too far where you know they aren't going to recover right. Even when movies show those moments, it ruins the fun. But does it ruin the movie completely? Or can we still enjoy the story that's being told? We figure it out today as we discuss Million Dollar Baby. Tough ain't enough. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined as always by... Girly, tough ain't tough. I'm Chad. My daytime socks got too many holes in them. I'm Mark. <laughs> so the thing about that is, sure, maybe it's a quote from a movie, but I also believe it about Mark. That is... <laughs> Let's see those feet. Not... Put your feet up to yeah, the Let us see your camera. feet. Do, the, do your socks have holes in them? My, I do not have any socks with holes in them. I can't stand okay. socks with holes in them. Okay, okay. Sure. See, I, I never thought it because, like, I think you're, like, poor living on the street. That's, you can't that, replace that your socks. That is why I thought it. No, I thought it because Mark going to a... I, I know you have to go to the store sometimes, but, like, going out of the way to go to the store to get socks, I just didn't see a world. Mark, are you wearing a Jerry shirt? That would be... Uh, yeah, it says yeah. Tom and Jerry on the back. What the? Huh. F- where'd you get that? That's a good shirt. Um, TJ Maxx, I want to say. Shit, that's a good shirt. I got it Tom the same day that I got that Rugrat shirt. Or sweatshirt. Okay, I gotta go to. Hey, TJ reboot, Maxx reboot Tom and Jerry up. for Quibi and do it Why now, not? sooner Actually, rather than later. I, th- I think it's on HBO Max. Cody, I'm sure. It and is. we're just gonna we're just gonna to completely it. derail this entire <laughs> podcast. I think that Jerry is my favorite Looney Tunes character. But he's not. Well, he's not a Looney Tune. Or no, yeah. not, not Looney Tune. Yeah, Mark. I I, I think sorry, that Mark is a dumb bitch because he. <laughs> not you. You said Looney Tunes, so I was thinking yeah. Looney Tunes. I was just saying what else was on HBO Max. They got Tom and Jerry and the Looney. But Tunes. he's like he's like Warner Brothers cartoons. Right? I mean, so uh, is I think so. Is Tweety your favorite Looney Tune then? Because he's essentially the the Jerry no. of the Looney Tunes. Nope. Mm-mm. No. What no, about I'm actually uh, Team Sylvester Roadrunner. The Tweeties. I do like Roadrunner. Roadrunner is real good. Yeah, I like. But Roadrunner is actually the the other side of the coin. See, um, Wiley Coyote shares a oh, lot of right, similarities right. to the main character of this movie, Million Dollar Baby, uh, in 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 his determination and just his refusal to quit. Like he will sure. never Fine. give up. Fine. Uh, and I've always I'm admired st- that about the Wiley Coyote. I I know you're trying to transition back, but I do I'm not. Need to I just Mark's I question. just wanted to say. Um. <laughs> Um, Tom and Jerry is currently owned by WB, but they actually started as MGM, which is why Jerry is an anchors away uh, when they do that dance oh, scene. Right. He okay. is the. I thought that um, was Stewie the, Griffin in that scene. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, so Tom and Jerry will end up on HBO Max because nobody creates content for other channels anymore. Nope. They all just sit on their own shit. But Cody, like of, of his category of cartoons they're meaning, by themselves meaning but like meaning non-disney non-looney tunes cartoon characters non-hanna-barbera yes 
I mean, then it's just Tom and Jerry as kind no, of No, because yeah, Roadrunner Popeye, is... Popeye Roadrunner, 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 Popeye is, can count in that. Roadrunner is Roadrunner Looney Tunes, yeah. is Looney Tunes. Do you want me to, like, That's go right. through the cartoon family tree? Roadrunner is Looney Tunes. Anyway. If, if you're the, looking for unaffiliated, you got, like, Beetle Bailey and Popeye and... Well, Flintstones and Jetsons um, are both kind of... Oh, those are Hanna-Barbera. No, those are Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Anyway, Tom and what about the the I shark Tom, that's like Tom basically Scooby Doo? Is that also Hanna Barbera? That's Hanna Barbera. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. What, um, what is that? What is that shark's name? Um, you know what I'm talking about? He's, he's just if you hadn't asked me, I saw it on Boomerang all the time. He was in the band. Yeah, shark cartoon. This is not gonna work. Um, Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. I got it without Jabberjaw. Fi- finishing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was basically, it was like an Archie's type show or a Josie and the Pussycats now, Archie's, type show. Archie's would have been its own thing, right? I think Hanna-Barbera produced it. Really? Let me check. We <laughs> I, have not been to the movie theater in over a month, so this it, is what we talk about now. <laughs> it's old things. Yeah. Archie's, ooh, CBS owns Archie, mm. which means Nickelodeon could reboot the Archies. Oh, Ooh, that makes sense how wild. CW was actually able to get it because CBS yeah. or CW is C- CBS, CBS and, and Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yep. But then all those shows are going to go to HBO Max, so maybe the Archie cartoon show will go to HBO Max. Ooh, as like a backlog cool. library thing? That'd be fun. Because yeah. it actually, unlike ass- Quibi, which is where we got on this, yeah. it will have a backlog. Yeah. Unlike Apple, the Apple TV Plus. Which, that's the worst of the services, right? Probably. Until Scorsese has his movie there. He has, his, he has a movie yeah. coming out on Apple TV? He has he's a movie trying to that is because being... he spent too much money on it. Yes. Oh, okay. It's, it, so it's not going <laughs> to get So he's trying to give it to either Netflix or Apple TV. Got it. Um, Apple TV Plus is... Because I think Quibi is such its own unique, weird monster. It feels like it's going to get into something at some point. I don't think it's found its, like, thing yet. No, it doesn't have its lane yet. No. If you talk about, like, prestige like, regular streaming service launches, yes, I think Apple TV Plus. I'm not counting, like, a CISO or, like, What about, like, uh, Epix? No, because that's so tiny. You know, yeah. the idea with they Apple have, like, TV Plus Shorty is huge. and that that's yeah. it. Um, but Epix is an existing cable channel is the other thing. Yeah, owned by MGM. Um, it's like a Showtime or, yeah. yeah. Um, Apple TV Plus, it's perplexing. They have, they, they have the Amazing Stories reboot, which I watched one episode of, but they don't have the Amazing Stories backlog. So it's like the, the, the fact that Apple uh. TV Plus doesn't have any backlog is insane. Quibi is its own weird. Let's just do six minutes. It's never gonna have a backlog. It doesn't like make sense right. for it. To. Well, it's building but, its own backlog, but it's building it much faster in terms of right. numbers of episodes. Mm-hmm. If not uh, Apple TV Plus, time. not having something like I Love Lucy or like anything on it, that's because CBS has all these. Yeah, I don't know. Which I've, CBS All Access, I would say, is like the second worst service like that. Just because it got, it got Picard, which some people seem to like. I it's got Star it. Trek. Star, yeah, Star Trek, Trek is what's and Twilight yeah. Zone, and, but mostly Star Trek. Yeah. And The Good Fight, which is apparently and the good really fight. good. People mm-hmm. love Good Fight. The problem with CBS All Access right now is it's too small. And this is something that, of course, I've been thinking about too much. They own Viacom. Just release a 
huge streaming service. I think that's their plan. I think so. That has Nickelodeon, MTV, VH1 shit, and CBS, because that shit's hard to find anywhere. You could pull in all the nostalgia people with their like classic Nicktoons, your Angry Beavers, and your Mm -hmm. Cat Dogs. Yep. Bring in all those 90s kids. I'd be able to fucking watch the rest of the seasons of Are You the One that I've been wanting to watch. Wait, what is Are You the One? M- it's on MTV. It's just oh, okay. a dating show. I don't know. Oh. It's fun. But it's it's, yeah. remember, it's like a <laughs> remember next. It's like a math puzzle yeah. <laughs> dating show. They got to do right. math to like go on a date. Kind of. It's 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 it's. Are they solving yeah, puzzles to together? Is no. That so thing? so because that's a fun show. This, I watched that. Right. There's 15 uh-huh. guys and 15 girls. They take a personality test. That's and a 30. Computer Yes, 30 people total. Yeah. Very good. A computer calculates... Mark's actually got way too high of a number. It's like 16 people total. Okay, okay so eight Eight, and eight. guys, eight girls. Um, yeah. a computer... No, 10. It's always 10. There's 10 lights. What are we talking about? It's it's 20 total people, okay. 10 lights. Yeah. Are you sure? Final answer. I'm positive. I'm okay. actually positive now. So a computer calculates the ideal matches between all of them. And oh. These, so, so at the end of every episode, they... They match with the people that they think that they're matched with. They go up to verify, and the computer tells them how many people they got correct. But not if they got it correct, just and, how many. Uh, and no, oh, so and you and have like a one ones. in ten chance of being the like eHarmony certified couple if it's like yes. one. Yeah. Yes. And, well, and it, it's, it's so one everybody in a hundred. has to match up to win a million dollars split yeah. between you guys. And and like um, once oh, so an episode, like, uh, you can put two people. You can like test one pair. Yes. To see if, if that pair what was is that right. show where it was a million dollars and it was ticking down every like second, a dollar was ticking down from it. And you had to oh, make a you, you had to make a unanimous decision of who got the million dollars and it had to be unanimous. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. That was um, a no. dumb idea for a show. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of like that, but it's you're guaranteed a million dollars unless you get no perfect matches on any given ceremony and then you lose two hundred and fifty thousand dollars um which is terrifying yeah um but it's 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 a a million dollar split 20 ways right so it's not it's still a it's still like fifty thousand dollars and maybe you'll find your soulmate um i mean you can't put a price tag on that Exactly. It is a fascinating show because it sounds of like the, too like, many game things theory of it. are going on. The, the nah, one, it works. The one season <laughs> okay. I watched, the the final episode, like the whole house was just like hammered because MTV. Except yeah. one guy was doing like intense like problem solving, like had a whole matrix built out of solo cups, and he was trying to figure right. stuff out. It was very funny, huh. and th- and that's how it was, right? For seven seasons. And then season eight, they were like, how do we make this harder? Everyone on the show is bisexual, which means anyone in the house could be your match. And it like, Uh, it was an amazing That's what I was going to ask because you were talking about like all this like hetero, like normal stuff. It was pretty heteronormative for the beginning. Yeah. But they they did bisexual and it made it. Get some gender non-binary folks in there too. Like just like. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, it it was so good mm-hmm. because it just is like oh, because you're as the viewer trying to figure it out the whole time. Maybe when the new season starts, we'll all like watch mm-hmm. it. Like one of the sp- worst things that happened in the season that I watched was that a couple went in the truth booth was confirmed to not be a match. Yes, and they said all the 
the time. Fuck it. We're just going to be together for every for every ceremony. And people Even are just though... screaming out of them. They're like, you're losing us money. And they're like, but it's love. And they're like, but you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong for each other. So, I mean, but like, Chad, as I know a you... viewer, I was like, well, like, computers don't know anything about love. <laughs> that just sounds like very entertaining garbage. Like, I just want to eat is. up that garbage. So, you remember that we all watched The Bachelor together, yeah, and then and we were like, I, I mean, we had like the game attached to it, and this yes, like yes. innately has a it game has a attached. game built yeah. in. So the thing is, like, we all kind of fell off from that uh, um, because it just wasn't fun in the same way. I think if you were watching it with all of us and we were all watching it at the same time, yeah. you would really enjoy the show. Um, yeah, I probably would. More than you would just watching it yourself. We'll we'll revisit once TV comes back on, but it's not. That's why we're talking about random shit. Anyway, gonna, Cody, I, what podcast is this? I don't think you've said it yet. <laughs> right. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we uh, try and find the best movie for every year we've been alive. Right. We do that by going year by year. We each have our pick. Then we talk about the best picture. This year, it's uh, it's Million Dollar Baby, and we watched it, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, <laughs> not a single baby in the entire movie. Not a single um, baby. And honestly, not even a million dollars. Well, she was going nope. up for a million dollars. She was point. going out for a million dollars. But she yeah. was uh, um, she was girly tough. She was no baby. Nope. So And someone put her in a corner. So definitely not a baby. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what a, Normally, we talk about the Megaplex. Megaplexes are canceled. AMC is going to declare bankruptcy. I'm going to walk into the ocean with rocks in my pocket. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. The, the AMC declaring bankruptcy thing is terrible. It'll be fine. Anyway. Huh? It'll be fine. S- sure, Mr. L.A. Me and fucking r- rural bumfuck trying to find a theater I can go to. We got Arclight. <laughs> we got uh, I, I, Alamo Draft I'm sure we'll be, that right. someone will, another chain will buy AMC. Did I tell That's you insane, my grand they're the biggest theory? one. Yeah. And well, the but if, if they're scared. bankrupt, then it's super cheap. And it's worth <laughs> it to have, like, I mean, you buy an AMC and you get millions or thousands of theaters with big screens already built. The other thing that is going to happen is the legislation that made it where studios couldn't own theaters went away late last year. So that means if things get bad, studios will buy the theaters. They stand to make a lot of money with theaters. Via People are always like, just throw it on VOD, VOD. They do not make the kind of money that they do in theaters on VOD, which is why they don't do it. So theater uh, studios will end up buying the theaters if worse comes worse. Which means anyway. goodbye indie movies. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Probably. Amazon. Or A24. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm worried it'll be a little bit like the streaming services where a, a Disney theater only shows Disney movies yeah. on and on. I don't think they can do that. I think what it is now allowed is they can own the theaters, but they still like program other stuff. And I don't think that's bad for them necessarily. Yeah. Um, anyway, we can't go there. <laughs> Um, nope. And it sucks. So, what have you guys like been doing instead? 
Uh, I've been I watched... watching a lot of movies. I mean, I'm okay, still like I'm what? still working, so right. I've been yeah. working most or you know every weekday. But I've watched. I think all of us, yeah, all three I'm, of us, are lucky enough to have been. I'm working still working, but that runs out uh, about the time this podcast episode comes out, or that week. Cute. So no, and I'll have another week. I'll have like this comes out on a Monday. I'll have until the Friday after this episode comes like out. Solomon Grundy. What? Yep. What? Who? <laughs> Solomon Grundy, born, born on, a on a Monday. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it <okay>. doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, Mark, um, we've have, all been working. What have you been watching? I've, I've taken this time to start catching up on like the Blank, pe- blank Check podcast we've talked about before, which yep. means catching up on Jonathan Demme's filmography. I watched most of his movies that were made after the year 2000. Uh-huh. Um, watch some James or not James Cameron, some Cameron Crow movies to go into their backlog. I also, more interestingly, started to fill in some like gaps in my movie watching. Uh-huh. Um, I hadn't seen the Indiana Jones movies since I was like a little kid. They're good. So yeah. I rewatched all of those. I watched um, the first two Jackass movies, and I plan to watch the third one. Um, those movies are. Not movies. Not for me. Not movies. No, I mean it's like a prank show, um, right? Like it's like basically. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like a YouTube prank compilation. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's got some funny stuff in them, but it's it's oh, not a movie. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, some of it was, some of the it was released funny. theatrically, but calling it a movie yes. is like it's yep. generous. There's no yeah. there's no plot dynamic. Right. I haven't seen Bad Grandpa, but that seems to be more of a movie, but also more of the same bullshit. Um, it's, Bad Grandpa, it's Borat-esque, where like right. there is a narrative, but then it just cuts yeah. to pranks. I There's mean, the fucking Borat's Eric Andre just one the, that's yeah. coming out this year. That's a similar premise. I personally hate shit like that. Not yucking anybody's young I, that they like it, but it is not for me. I like it in a shorter form. Movie is usually a little too Quibi? long. No, like a, a like a normal form? TV well, show, Cody. Like a normal thirty minute TV. No, what show. if they brought Jackass for Quibi? They already it, have so be, much MTV. It'd be stuff. fine. I don't know. What I find I when, watch I, it. when watching Jackass, I found myself enjoying the ones where they're hurting themselves uh-huh, and not great. enjoying the ones where they're like pranking other people. Yeah, like uh, okay. like. Fair like enough. there were bad grandpa sketches, which I didn't really like. There was one like recurring bit where they would like they were like in Asia for some reason. Great. And a guy would like walk up to someone and be talking to them and then Wonderful. like strip off all of his clothes and start like dancing on him. Hilarious. And then the person would try to walk away and he would just like keep walking after him. It was no good. But when Not they're for me. when they're um pranking each other or hurting themselves. It was quite funny. There's one yeah. prank that like stands out in my memory and it's probably like problematic-ish now, but at the time yeah. it was like the funniest thing in the world to me. It, like so it was two like little people. I forget what the main guy's name is who's like a little person on Jackass. What's his name? Oh yeah, they call him like I don't know, little guy or something. Yeah, he has like, like a that. nickname. Right. But they they're in a bar and they're like getting in a fight with each other. And then like these little people cops like storm in to like stop them and arrest them. And then like and it's like a bloodbath and like people are like getting really hurt and they're like causing a scene and it's like all these like, you know, regular sized people are watching. And then like these Jesus. miniature these little people like paramedics come in with like a little tiny 
like gurney and they carry one off and put him in a tiny ambulance. It's just like, for some reason, all the little people were like assigned to take care of this little person in crime. And it was just, right. it's just really that funny. Conceptually, that's funny. Yeah. I have to see it in action of like how delicately they handle it. I mean, it's just, it it's just, funny. it's just like it's happening. It's just like right. these yeah. people are getting, and they don't even like talk about the fact that they're little people. It's just like they, right. these people happen to be getting in a fight. These happen to be the cops that are like stopping them. And then these happen to Jeez. be the paramedics that bring them on a tiny gurney into a tiny ambulance. Oh my god. Um, um yeah. what another, else? I another, another, sorry, I want to talk about one more sketch that I thought was funny, which Great. is I love this. They I don't know how actually funny it is, but they Do you they guys like, want me to recap every sketch on SNL that I watched this weekend? It, I would love it. Um <laughs> but they like the they were all in a limo and they dumped bees in the sunroof of the limo and locked all I'm sorry, of the doors. Beans? Bees. Beads? Bees. Um, buzz, buzz. So yeah. it was it was funny because they were all getting stung by bees. But the the funniest part of it was that when they unlocked the doors, they had also laid marbles in front of the doors of the Jesus. limousine. So like as they all jumped out of the limousine, they would fall one last time, and that made me laugh. Specifically, the marbles on the, was just like the cherry on top of a kind of dumb sketch. Oh my god! Oh my god. Anyway, Jackass. I don't know if I recommend, but it's, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, I, it's not. I'd comfortably not recommend. I guess. Yeah, it, that kind of stuff is not for me. Yeah. Um, prank stuff. Period. It's kind of odd for me sometimes, but I don't know. That's just me personally. Um. Chad, yeah. What have you been? Uh, I watched Million doing. Dollar Baby. That was fun. Okay. I haven't been sleeping. Stop trying it. to transition us when I haven't even. Talked oh, yet. sorry. No, I funny. <laughs> this is this is actually funny because I meant to say Baby Driver. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> but because there's Baby in the title, I got the names mixed right, right, up. Right. I watched Baby Driver. Um, and it was good. There's a lot of music in it. It's fun. I watched it for the first time. How'd you not? How was this your first time? I don't know. I just didn't get around to it. No one nominated start the podcast uh, that year, and After no one nominated it for a picky. That must have been why. Yeah, yeah, because I think Mark and I are somewhat no, I, colder on that, it than a lot of people. That first year, we didn't all watch each other's pickies. That's true. We only did that the middle year, I guess. But we tried to watch everybody's pickies the first year. I don't we watched know. all of our. We anyway. I don't know the rules of the podcast um, don't matter, but I don't think I nominated uh, anything from. Yeah, I don't think we nominated anything. Yeah. I think like we both liked it well enough, yeah. but we didn't like nominate it for. Uh, I, I like it in concept. I don't necessarily love the exec. Or the, I don't. Same. I don't love the plot of it, but I like yep. everything else about it. Yeah, uh, I disagree. I kind of wanted it to be funnier, but that's just a personal want. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I liked it, but it's good. I've been. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Not sleeping at night, so at like two a.m., I'll just Great. put on a movie. Um, that's, that's been, good for you. Yeah, especially since I still have to work uh, yep. during the week. It's been a weird time for my sleep schedule. I've, Am yeah, I depressed? I don't know. Probably. Uh, what? Yes. I've been yeah. sleeping on a pretty normal schedule, except going to bed earlier than normal because my mind is just so bored yep. that I'm like, well, I should just go to sleep now. But I've been yeah. having like really fucked up dreams as well. I have been too, I... and I've heard a lot of people have been. Yeah. I I've had a couple, but I just have been sleeping like shit. Like yeah. I, I go to sleep, but it's just bad sleep. But I normally I go back. Either can't go to sleep until like three or four in the morning, or mm-hmm. I go to sleep and I'm just waking up constantly in the middle of the night. It's one of those um, two, pretty much every night. Ch- Chad, yeah. I'm gonna sound like a dick when I say this. Mm-hmm. 
because sometimes I just sound like a dick when I'm trying to no, be helpful. G- yeah, but, but maybe read. I have um, been. I've been reading. Really? I've been and trying to read okay. to put me to sleep. I've been trying to like watch. I've been watching like unboxing videos that I'm just not interested in. Like just boring yeah. shit. I've been reading. I, I've been. It, it is. It's not working. Because uh, yeah, None I, of the I read a lot. A period. But then when I sleep, yeah, go. Ken Burns documentaries will put you straight to sleep. That may be the move. I don't think it will. I really don't. Give it a shot. There's a bunch of them on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Watch like Prohibition or You know um, what? I'll do you one better. Ken Burns Burns has a master class and I've signed up for master class. I will watch his boring master class on how to make boring documentaries. Ken Burns is good though. His documentaries are very very good, but just like soothing, dry and yeah. dry. Yeah. The thing is, like, the thing that me and Mark sometimes forget though with Chad is like, Chad hyper focuses on stuff he watches yep. more than we do. So like, that th- that's the thing. I can turn something on or throw on a podcast or do something, and I can or read and go to sleep. But if you're hyper focused on anything, then yeah. it's gonna be hard to turn your brain off. It is. No, I mean, I would for me. To I would disconnect. never. Or, I would very rarely fall asleep with Ken Burns still playing, yeah. but I, I would watch it and give it my it full would attention you into the, yeah. in, until like I'm just so tired that I've spent all of like instead of laying up late at night thinking about like my life, I'll lay up late at night thinking about how weird it was to live in the West in the 1700s, <laughs> and then I'll be like Thomas Jefferson, and then yeah, I'm gone, and it's that. it's perfect. Yeah. Um, um, I would give a million dollars, baby, to uh, get out of this COVID-19 mess. Hey, that reminds well, me of a movie I, I saw still recently. I have not talked about what I have been doing. <laughs> All right, we're just half an hour into the episode about a million dollar baby, but if you want to talk a little bit more about other things. Yeah, because I want to spend a long time talking about this Cody, movie. what have you uh, done or watched? What was the question? What so, was the prompt? So <laughs> we, we have Animal Crossing. We've been doing right, that, yeah, of course. Of course. I've, I watched Trolls World tour not good i watched <laughs> tiger tail pretty good uh i would recommend that um been watching oh a is lot it a, is guys. it a picky's recommend yes uh, tiger tail is a picky recommends cool. uh, but just watch it you've got yeah. time i, don't I mean it's go a pretty it's, it's a pretty light year uh movie wise yeah um so. and that movie's an hour and a half so i was actually able to pay attention to it i think i have been struggling with with movies for a minute um the uh guys i'm uh, we should address the elephant in the room. I'm rewatching The Office, <laughs> which is something that I normally make fun of people for doing. Um, I mean, it's it's a good show. I think it's a. I think it's like it's it's the Harry Potter thing where it's good. It is the Harry Potter thing. It's good, yes. but it's not the only show. <laughs> right. It's The Office is not Friends. Right. So the thing with Friends is I don't think it's good, and people think it's the only show that exists. Yeah. Here's the, the difference. Office, to me between the office and friends i've seen a whole season of friends you've not watched the office no wow that's that it kind of is crazy it is good you have to but it you should it's good it's crazy that you haven't i'm sure it's good it's one of those things that it's like i get it i i get what the office is i feel like i know all of the characters fairly well through osmosis and I don't know if I like. I don't know, I don't know if I want to watch it. All of the Office. Well, it's, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's one of the. It's 
do you ever have that thing where it's like you've put something off for so long you're like well i might as well never do it yep um mark me no because that's just not how my brain works right (laughs) me i'm like nope i'm tackling it all but like Um, i really want to watch the wire but the fact that i haven't done it yet makes me want to just never do it but like i really want to watch it I'm going to watch The Wire. I'm yeah. going to watch The Sopranos. The The thing about me is, like, I know it's going to happen. Like, I'm going oh, yeah. to. I yeah. mean, I will um, probably watch The Office someday, but I, yeah. there's just no motivation for me to do it right now. So, so let me explain my reasoning, right? So, first of all, I've only watched it through once, which I think is a pretty good excuse if I'm in court against yeah. the people who have... Uh, who are taking me to court for dunking on them and then who doing Who only the ever thing. watched The Office. Yes. I, uh, yes, I've... Only watched it through once, so this is only my second watch through, and my wife has never seen it. Yep. So two good that's three. Two good reasons. Or three oh wait, was it reason? The first? Uh reason one, I've only seen it once. Reason two, my wife. Yeah. Reason my three wife. who you did not reason three you did not kill her? I no. Um hey, I, I don't care. Get to the reason three. <laughs> I have been reading a lot during this. I've been blazing through any comics I get and then I finish every comic that I get for the week through Marvel Unlimited on Monday, which means I have fucking six other days to read something. Um, So I've been reading a bunch of books, some fiction. I read Dune, some nonfiction. And one of the nonfiction books that I'm reading right now is the Office oral history book or whatever that just came out. And so reading that made me want to kind of hop into it. And I just like books like that. You should uh, should listen to the podcast, too, The Ladies of the Office. Oh, you know what? I could. Hey, what um, is it with TV shows having like their podcasts? stars? I don't like that. It's about weird it, to me. Scrubs just started. Scrubs doing is doing it. Uh, it. Also, Community's doing it with Joel McHale and Ken Jeong. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. That's not for me. the 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 thing about that oral history book is, I do think it's interesting, and you do get insight from people. But it is all just this is the greatest show ever made. You know, there's not any kind like when I read the SNL book, there was a lot of like, yeah, shit went bad sometimes. Um, so, but I haven't got towards the later seasons in the book of so. Um, uh, so, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna. It, it, it's a good book, but um, yeah. So anyway, read books and yeah. watch movies. Um, so anyway, we're doing a bunch of shit and I personally am not watching a ton of movies cause I can't really focus all that well, but a movie I did watch was million dollar baby because it and, won the Oscar. Did you focus when you watched it? Um, if I'm being completely transparent, not as much as I normally do on episodes like this, but I have watched this movie before and yeah. not that long ago, maybe like eight months ago. So Something um, I realized when watching this movie, this is my first time watching it, um, is that Clint from Purely Nostalgia has the same first name as Clint Eastwood. And I just think that that's kind of funny. It's weird <laughs> that it took watching this movie for that. Also, is this an epiphany also, I had while watching the movie? And I was like, Clint is nothing last like this. As Ellen Page. He does have the same last name as Ellen Page. Um, okay, so <laughs> here's what happens in Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, Clint Eastwood's a boxing coach. Hillary Swank cool. really wants to be a boxer. Hey, Clint is, doesn't is Clint Eastwood a, a good guy? Is he like a nice guy? <sighs> kind he's of a, a curmudgeon, if I gotta he, be. He, he's, kind of he's kind of a curmudgeon. He's kind of 
he wants you to think he's bad the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Mark, are you bringing this up because of a blank article. check episode you just listened to? No, I'm bringing okay. it up because he's definitely like a curmudgeon, like right. kind of kind of a grump. He is. Well, real, I, he is one type of person guy. in his entire career, and that is kind of a grump. Well, so here's the thing. I actually wanted to bring up the blank check thing because they weren't talking about a Clint I don't know what you're movie, talking about. Talking so what are you talking about? Right, well, he's so about to describe it. it. Um, so the the idea is that in Clint Eastwood movies, Clint is either someone who is being railroaded by society or the law or like opposing forces or that sort of thing. Or he wants you to think he's a bit of a piece of shit and to think he's bad until you're finally on his side like those are the two kind of things that he plays either he's fully in the right the whole time and the system's trying to keep him down or wow what an asshole oh i guess we've come around on him those are the two things that he normally does he is in that second mode for a lot of this because he's just telling her Mm -hmm. i'm not going to coach you because you're a girl um, but he's also the guy who like doesn't have much of a life anymore because like he, the world. Let everyone him down. in his family went away because he yeah. pushed him away. Like, yeah. yeah. He, so he he's kind of that. he's kind of both in this. Yes. Um, well, but nobody's really trying to stop him yeah. from doing anything. I, I so think that he's pretty of, firmly in like the he's he's a grump, but like yeah. he's learning to open up and be kind again. Right. He's a mean like one, Mr. Clint. Right. Uh, so after helping Hillary Swank some, Morgan Freeman helps convince Clint to teach her. Hillary Swank becomes a great boxer. Then she gets injured severely and ultimately convinces Clint Eastwood to give her a shot of adrenaline and end her life. Great. Fun. I mean, flick. I mean, you say it like that, it's like, I mean, there, there's definitely a lot of joy to be had in this movie before the third act. I mean, there's like a lot right. of like hardships, but like there's a lot of like really like happy stuff going on, too. I don't know. It's I like yes, I think it's tinged with sadness the whole time. When you see her home life, you see that she thinks like fighting and violence is her way out. You kind of see, I don't know how a lot of people in that gym have deluded themselves into thinking they're gonna be good. I don't. I I think there's a hint of melancholy the whole time. So uh, yeah, there's like a hint of melancholy, sure, but like I mean, it's it's kind of like that classic dad movie, sports movie thing of like determination and hard work you'll achieve your dreams if you just like it's it's that she it is the it is the pulling yourself up by the bootstraps the movie uh -hmm. which is like a mentality that uh can be harmful but 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 it's really like i don't know not necessarily like but bootstraps pulling is is a good thing but like you know what I mean it feels good it's satisfying it's satisfying to see when it happens I I think it's that movie if it wasn't for the ending I think the ending recontextualizes everything that happens before yes and no Um, because because it's why Clint yells at Morgan Freeman and is like you killed her because you made her do it like that is what it's about is like yes but it's also Morgan Freeman telling Clint that like uh, she could have like lived on and died and wondered like what her life could have been but she dies knowing that she like well Morgan Freeman later like confirms it he reiterates it but yeah like she was able to know 
that she could do it and that she did do it. She, like she's she accomplished her goals and she's gonna die knowing that she did what she wanted to do. Right. So th- it's like I just, it's trying to have this bittersweet ending, but it's it's mostly bitter. It's mostly very sad. Right. Um, I, I, I think what's like, interesting is yeah. that like Clint Eastwood's character is like regarded as kind of a bad a good trainer but a yeah. bad manager. Yeah, because he doesn't. He never lets people he, go. He doesn't let people do go fights. to go to the championships because he is like afraid of them getting hurt in those. Yeah, in those he says he's trying fights. to protect them. When, right. uh, but, but what is what is what feels like a victory is that he does let her go to a championship, and to the very last second of that championship, it feels like she. She is like on a path to victory there. Yeah, and then it's just a stupid um, accident. Like, yeah, not a accident necessarily. I mean the the stool being there was the accident. The stool being yeah. there, her actually like if if the person hadn't turned around and socked her, like if, if the stool but wasn't I, there, she would have been fine. But it was. I think still the reason she would have won because she would have been disqualified. Right. I think that the reason Clint blames himself is because he knows that that's the kind of fighter he's up against. It's and that's what he was fighter, trying. Yeah. yeah, he was trying to, like, she, he had been offered that fight earlier and turned it down because he didn't want her in a dirty fight and he didn't want her to get hurt. Right. And then mm-hmm. she kind of pushes him and and kind of convinces him to, to be open and to trust her. Right. And that eventually gets her hurt. And that's why he kind of blames himself for, for the whole thing because he was supposed to protect her from that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this movie has two Avengers in it. That's fun, right? Well, is it just two? So, <laughs> so this is actually what I wanted to do. So we have our, this is a new thing starting this episode and will not be present in our next episode because it's a literal superhero movie. But I think for every movie we cover. Wait, that our is next episode any, is. Uh... For, for the next after the picky, like oh, our, okay, our, okay. Our, our next like official pick, um, because we won't do this stuff in the picky. We'll talk about that later. Um. But for every movie that we pick that isn't a superhero movie, I'm going to mm-hmm. start doing a superhero check-in. Uh, just because those are the monoculture, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's funny to me. We've got Luke Cage. people are in this. Well, so first, our Best Picture alumni, Morgan Freeman. He was in Seven. Anthony Mackie yeah. was in Infinity War. <laughs> um, so our superhero right. check. We have four. So superhero movies. They're not necessarily the hero in it, but we have Mike Coulter, who is Luke Cage. Yeah, not a movie, but I'll let it slide. But TV we were show. counting yeah. all superheroes. Yeah. Um, Anthony Mackie is Falcon. Yes. Morgan Freeman is Lucius Fox in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes. Right. And Michael Pena is uh, Louise in Ant-Man. Yeah, they're all very all right. good actors who proved they're good at acting. And so big studios are like, we want you to have fun. Being superhero movies. Being superhero also, movies. Jay Baruchel is here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he is the Sorcerer's he, Apprentice. He, he, That's kind of a superhero. He is, he, he's played Mickey Mouse, arguably. Um, <laughs> God, that was him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- that's the funny thing, because that movie is, like, not about Mickey, obviously. But it You're is right. very funny to think about. They're adapting it, and Jay Baruchel is playing the Mickey Mouse role. Right. What um, is the character's name? I'm sure you don't know, but it's not Mickey. I've watched it. I'm someone who's watched the movie and thinking it's kind of good. No, I've seen it. I saw it in theaters. I liked it. It It kind of slaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What I like about doing this superhero check is it really makes you think about the people in this movie who aren't in superhero movies. So it's Clint. 
That makes sense. Um, Although I'd like to see him, like a young Clint Eastwood, be like somebody Punisher. Or well, Clint had that cameo in Endgame, right? I don't think so. I mean, old, old Steve looks very much like Clint Eastwood. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. Okay, that's I, Joe Biden. He, he could play really mm. old Batman if you did like a Batman mm. Beyond, but I just don't think he's ever going to. No, he Hillary's... doesn't. I'm sure he doesn't want to. Yeah, but money. If if they backed up a truck, he too, has enough money. He's ninety years old. What is he going to do with like the thing is more money right now? I don't know the last time Clint Eastwood has been in a non-Clint Eastwood movie. Mark, mm, yeah. you want to help me out? Um, Look that trouble up. Trouble with the curve. I think did he not direct that? He might have directed that. Right. Um, I'm pretty positive he directed that. <laughs> yep. Hillary Swank. What? She's not in a superhero movie. I can't even think of another movie. Yeah, because she's, she's in, a honestly. girl. <laughs> oh, I mean, not not to say that girls can't be in. Like, I think that girls can be in. It's just that the industry <laughs> doesn't think that girls can be in superhero movies. I don't know what you're talking about. I There's mean, so many girls in superhero before, movies. Before, before like girls started being superheroes in movies, there was always the love interest. There was always exactly. a Mary Jane or a Lois Lane. Uh-huh. Or there's always some but female. Hillary that was Swank kind of all, my point. Is, has never really been a, and I'm pulling up Wikipedia now to prove myself wrong. Yeah. But she has never seemed to me like a love interest. Type yes, of I person. love you. Um, well, that, well, well, thank you. Cody. That's not like a, a side love interest thing. That's like th- love is the thing in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, I, Superman also is in love with somebody. It's like oh no, two people are just in love, and that's the movie. I'm looking. Okay, there's a movie. Remember that bullshit at the beginning of Spider Man where he was like, "This is actually a story about a girl." That girl, like, and no, this is a story about a guy who dresses up like a spider and beats people up and fights. It is not about. Hilary Swank is in is in New Year's Eve, which I. Oh I, yeah. I'm just gonna assume she's a love interest there, but I also that's not also what. Probably not also a starring role as what, much as like an ensemble thing. What, what, I what think are we, the what are last we movie that Clint Eastwood was in that he didn't direct was in 1984. I would believe it. That sounds right. Uh, no, 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 no. In the Line of Fire is 1993. Sure. Um, so it's been 27 years? I think literally everything else. He's appeared in some documentaries, but then any other thing he di- he's in, he's directed. Which, that's kind of crazy. Um, the other crazy thing about Clint Eastwood is he but often also- does the music for his movies. He did the score for this movie. I did not know that. That's... Yes. I could not. I did. I forgot that there was a score in this movie. That's kind of the thing. <laughs> They're very just like I forget score. there's a scoring in uh, in boxing. I always right. forget to keep score. Right. Yeah. I know that the girl in the final fight got a point taken away, and that's when I was yep. like, "There's points." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because works? if it if it ends in a draw, they have to decide who wins. Like yeah, if but like gets KO'd. points. I, I did not know there were points like headshots in and body shots. Headshots. And, how and much like, you're on the defense. Stuff like that. It's like if you're on the like, defense a lot, you don't get it. It's all really subjective Gosh. point keeping. Yes, very subjective. And they have three different judges keeping their own tally of scores. So at the end of the fight, if no one gets knocked out, the judges like vote on who wins, basically. Yeah. So I always so thought that, that was more like a gut thing. I didn't know points were involved. No, they keep points. Yep. Okay. Um. Uh, so, yeah. 
we learned some things here. How do yeah. you guys feel about Clint Eastwood as a director or actor? Because like this is <coughs> Hilary Swank's mm-hmm. movie to some degree. She wins uh, Best Actress for this. Um, yeah, it's interesting because it's it's like the f- movie is her movie for the first two acts, and then the third act, it's kind of Clint Eastwood's movie. No, it's, it feels like Clint Eastwood's movie the whole time. That I I'm with Mark on this one really? actually. Yeah, because there's so much of him in the beginning without her, him like talking to the pastor and all of yeah. that. You see a couple scenes of her by herself. I mean, that th- I love this movie a lot, and it is a testament to this movie that. Jay Baruchel's character in it, and I fucking hate that whole st- everything about the Jay Baruchel character. <laughs> and I still rated this movie four point five out of five. And I don't know. I think Hilary Swank's performance is outstanding, and mm-hmm. she's yeah. very good. I don't know that we ever really know that character. Is uh, how I, I mean, feel it, while watching. It's it. kind of like her whole thing is determination. It's like her whole character is defined around that. Exactly. Her yeah. only character is she has hearts and wants to win, and that's yeah. it, I, I guess which is we don't a, something you know. Like, yeah, but it, it's not like a really her performance is what fleshes it out, but like the tech, like it's just she has heart. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And, I mean, we know I, we know she comes from like poor mm-hmm. family and like a family that doesn't Martin really give a shit about her which right. th- she was great in the movie too i mean you obviously you, you so hate her but good. anytime she's always great at that kind of like southern woman role right uh you guys know where i got distracted when they come in wearing universal studios oh, shirts yeah right? yeah of course and woody woodpecker i guess he was the most famous person at universal studios yeah. at some point it kind of feels remember like remember how he doesn't exist for us which is really yeah. weird it, it feels like, like we know every who he other is we're media kids but like yeah there, there was a woody woodpecker movie in like 2005 um, well I there was one like CG. last year that went straight to dvd and nobody paid attention to really it. was it animated or was it like seeing a woody woodpecker commercials it was sonic the hedgehog style yeah that's what i'm talking about so i didn't it wasn't last year that was like that's way older than it maybe it's more recent than 2005 that was wrong very much but it's not last year <laughs> it's like let me probably 2010 uh no 2017 no freaking way that's still three years ago yeah but i was closer anyway okay. uh there seems to be new woody woodpecker stuff maybe maybe they'll bring him mm. back maybe on. oh he's universal they'll put him on a uh, peacock that'll work he's a bird he is anyway. a bird. <laughs> he could be the face of peacock <laughs> He really could. Yeah. Missed opportunity. It's kind of weird. Like, Disney has Mickey Mouse. Every other yep. studio kind of wants to have their Mickey Mouse. Warner Brothers Animation had Bugs Bunny as, like, sort of their face of. Uh, yeah, Bugs is Warner Brothers. Yeah. And I think were that's they a fair to, and big one. Were they trying to push the Woody Woodpecker as a Mickey Mouse? As no. Universals? I guess they didn't have another one. Now they own DreamWorks. They didn't for Mi- a while, but now but, they own DreamWorks. So but now Minions, they have and stuff. Minions is like their big thing, but Minions doesn't have a single solitary face. It's, no. it's an army Minions, of Minions. Minions is Illumination. Which is, oh, well, that's, that's Illumination, but that's still Universal. I think so, but I think it's a old Disney Pixar deal where they do the distribution, but Universal doesn't own Illumination outright. Universal mm. owns DreamWorks outright now, but they didn't. DreamWorks used to be its own studio that had God, random distribution. Why don't we live why... in a world where Shrek is their Mickey Mouse? 
I don't know. That's a good yeah. question. I mean, the trolls kind of are more. But trolls also don't have the single, like, the face of, like, this is the main one. Like, this is Timmy Troll. They don't have that, right? Like, it's kind of like an ensemble. It's I, the I, minions problem. I think problem. the thing with DreamWorks is, like, you have Poe, you have... Um, For those po who don't know, Kung not Fu not Panda. not Poe Dameron, Poe the Panda. No, yeah. you have Poe from Kung Fu Panda. You have Shrek. Who else do you have? Because Ice Age is 20th Century Fox, so that's yeah. Disney now. Well, no, Secret Life of Pets is Illumination. Who else is DreamWorks? It's Illumination. Yeah, I mean, there's more. I just cannot. People are screaming at us right now. Why? I mean, um, uh, How to Train Your Dragon is Madagascar. How, yes, yeah. How to Train Your Dragon. Is oh, they have the, the weird. Thing. They have the weird, like back and forth thing, right? Yeah, right. So, because DreamWorks, before it was bought outright by Universal, it just was a studio where different companies would distribute it. And Disney Every was involved single, at one point. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, overseas, I think. I don't know. Weird. Every single How to Train Your Dragon movie has a different distributor. Like, the, it's a different company who releases it. And Trolls was 20th Century Fox. Trolls 2 is Universal because Universal now owns it. So, anyway, all of that to say, this is 2004 when this movie is set. Why isn't Shrek on their Universal shirts? Basically, is where mm. I'm getting with all this. Do you think Clonies would know who knows about Shrek? Wow, that's a good question that I really want to spend the rest of the podcast on. I'm, I'm, gu- I'm guessing. Here's <laughs> what happened: the the wardrobe department came up to Clint Eastwood, and they're like, "All right, so here's like a bunch of Universal shirts, and it's got Shrek fr- front and center, and like Donkey." Yeah, He's obviously. Like, yeah. What the hell is this? Like, who who's this? Why don't you put right. goddamn Woody Woodpecker on there or something? <laughs> something the kids know about. That's that's the thing, because that's the test. Clint Eastwood <laughs> knows who Woody Woodpecker is. Yes. A hundred One hundred and ten He knows who Mickey Mouse is. Yeah. And those are the two he name checks. Yeah. I don't... Does Clint Eastwood know about Shrek? I don't think so. <laughs> I would I, guess probably not, because Shrek came out like two years ago. Universal is pushing Shrek, because Shrek is a hit. Like Shrek well, Two no, is coming out like the next year, right? Clint Eastwood know who Shrek is now in 2020. No, does Clint no. Eastwood know about if, Shrek? I think if, if he ever knew, he has forgotten. Yeah, I think like maybe you show him a picture of Shrek and he's like, "Why does his face look familiar?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that dumbass like wardrobe <laughs> department because was trying to." He has like grandkids and kids, and yeah. like uh, you know, he has the kid. Okay, okay, God, oh, this is now. This is a fun conversation. Okay, um, it it was fun before, but now this has gone insane. Okay, in what way. what is what is your pitch? What do you say? Does Clint Eastwood know about trolls? <laughs> no, no. Okay, no. Uh, of course not. He worked with Justin Timberlake. When in what, trouble with what? a curve? Oh, in trouble with a curve. Does he know? He about doesn't trolls? keep up no. with Justin Timberlake. Okay, yeah, they okay. don't talk. He's not like on the no, uh, he's not like on the weekend. Like, hey, Justin, you got tickets? I want to go see a concert this evening. Right, right. Okay, <laughs> so I Clint, can't even do that voice. <laughs> Clint has a son. He has a son who are who is in one of the Fast and Furious movies, maybe a couple. His son has, has got to be like Clint. seventy years old, right? Because he's ninety. <laughs> He's no, his, his son is like 25. His Holy son dated crazy. Taylor Swift at one point, no, I think. I don't, even, I don't know if they dated. He was in a Taylor Swift music video. Wow. Scott. Oh, yeah. He was in the Wildest Dreams music video. Uh, he's 34. He's the guy from Pacific wow. Rim Uprising. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. But he is 
And he boasted he was having a lot of sex with his current girlfriend, according to the thing I just Googled. Clint Eastwood was so, or Scott the, Eastwood? The thing about Clint Eastwood Scott is Eastwood. that this movie was made 16 years ago, and Clint Eastwood was 70 when he made this movie. Yeah, he is old. Yeah, so wait, old. how old was Scott Eastwood when this movie came out? Oh, fuck. He would have been like 34, 17. 17 mm, a like little old for Shrek, probably. Yeah. He probably would have thought he was too cool to go see Shrek. And if he was no, seeing Shrek. This was 2004. This was 2004. He was 13 when Shrek came out, there, which is perfect there Shrek. There is age. a chance Clint Eastwood took his son Scott to see Shrek. <laughs> that might have happened. Mm, Clint Eastwood probably paid someone to take his son to see Shrek. You're probably right. He's a busy man, he works constantly. Okay, so Scott Eastwood is in The Fate of the Furious. Okay. Has Clint Eastwood seen any Fast and Furious movie? I think so. I think he's watched what his son has done because he's proud of his boy. Okay. Here's here's the final one to end this game. Okay. Scott Eastwood is in Suicide Squad. Has Clint Eastwood watched Suicide Squad? I think Clint Eastwood has started Suicide Squad. <laughs> Okay. True, because How... once the shit start, he definitely turned it off. There yeah. was no way he was making it through. All my dens are demon, let them. Yeah, I know. think he he's got to where Harley Quinn showed up, and he said, oh, "I don't want to see this fucking bullshit," <laughs> and turned it off. Yeah, I, he saw I the killer croc is... and was like, mm, I, don't know. "I don't know." He's about like, this. "Is that me?" <laughs> he probably um, called his son and told him he was disappointed at him for taking the role. So, so. I mean, unsurprisingly, the first movies that Scott Eastwood are in are three uh, Clint Eastwood movies, and then yeah. he's in Trouble with a Curve. Um, anyway, that was a fun game. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of his other kids have been in movies, but... Um, How many kids does I he have? He has um, four kids. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, Okay. All right, so apparently in 2012, this was like prime Kardashian time. There was a reality show called Mrs. Eastwood and Company that was about Clint Eastwood's wife and two of his daughters. There is no way Clint was on that show, right? (laughs) Like, did he ever make an appearance? Um, Probably. I, I had a work email come in. I didn't listen to a word he just said. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Mark, respond I'm gonna, to me. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, apparently he appears on it. Uh, do you guys want to know another thing about Clint Eastwood? I would He's like to know. the former mayor of Carmel. Clint Eastwood served as a mayor. Carmel was. That sounds like something I knew at one point. California, I'm pretty positive. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Clint has eight children total. I'm always fascinated about the like actors who go into politics and then they go back to acting or directing. Yeah. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor <laughs> of California. And now he's yeah. just like in, you know, okay Terminator movies. I liked Dark Fate. At yeah, this Dark point, Fate. But he was in Genesis. Point, Clint Eastwood, <laughs> right. At this point, Clint Eastwood has one child for every decade he's been in movies. Jesus. And he has eight kids. He has a bunch of like wives too. Um okay, yeah, Car- Carmel's in California. Man, I could read Clint Eastwood's Man, I need to read a Clint Eastwood book. I know I I like Clint Eastwood. I think he makes good movies. I, I like him well enough in 
an actor role. I haven't seen enough like of his it. stuff, but I do really like this movie. I mean, we've kind of been dancing around talking about this movie, but like, it's really good. I I don't think we've really said like what our opinions of it are. Um, I think it's good. Hilary Swank is great. He's great. Morgan Freeman's great. Um, Morgan Freeman won an Oscar for this for the first time. This was his first which Oscar. Is wow, crazy to think cool. about. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and he he's, had been and he's playing a role before. that he he kind of plays this role a lot. I think this was he's a like, he's like the wise old man, yep. kind of like you know being the morality of of the white character. Yep, he's the narrator. <laughs> right. um, when I heard his narration come in, I didn't know Morgan Freeman was in the movie when I turned it on. Right, and then I heard the narration come in, and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> like here we go. Right, it's <laughs> um, well, what is I, this movie? <laughs> I think this was a career Oscar for Morgan. Oh, really? Because sure. yeah. I think he's good in this movie. I do think he's good, but it's not like he was so much better in this movie than Shawshank right. or anything else. Um, yeah, Chad, if you want to watch Clint Eastwood, I would highly recommend Mystic River, which I think is an incredible movie. Unforgiven uh, is like sort of his subversive uh, is Western, so right? Good. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman is also in that. Um, I need to watch that. Oh, Morgan Freeman is in it. Cool. Yeah, it's so good. I think his war movies are pretty good. Like Letters from Iwo Jima was really good. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's a, he's a good director. I saw I Jersey like Boys. <laughs> I have not seen Jersey. It's Boys. it's it's fine. I don't know. It's got some good music. Yeah. Chad, Chad, I think knowing you, you will find Fifteen Seventeen to Paris fascinating. Fifteen Seventeen. Um, oh wait, that's the one with like the real yes. like yes uh, yes. Was it the actual guys? Yes. It's the actual guys. That's so yeah. weird. <laughs> it is. And, and they're not and good at acting, right? Them, like, that's the whole thing is they're pretty bad. No, yeah. they're, they're pretty bad. And half of that movie feels like a Linklater movie where they're just, like, bumming around Europe chit-chatting. Yep. Wow. Bizarre. Yeah. Huh. It's so okay. weird. And what, they, um, like, stop terrorists on the train or something? Yeah. So it's about yeah. them just vacationing. <laughs> For like the movie, well, so, and so, then they get on a train while they're on vacation, and then the terrorist attack uh-huh. happens, them, and then they're one like, of them is a soldier, uh-huh. and then two of them go visit the soldier when he is like off duty, or like he is like stationed in Germany, and they go visit him in Germany. They got some flashbacks. And they, they kind got of some just like, like back back in the war days kind of scenes. No, they, they, huh. nothing about them being in the war. I don't think. But they're just, okay. like, talking about, like, being friends and, like, haven't seen each other in a long time and, like, reconnecting. Yeah. And, like, what it means to be in the army and, like, their sense of duty. Mm. Um, and then there's a, they're on a train and someone attacks. Oh, it sounds like it could have been fine if, like, they had real actors in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, the first act is, like, them as kids. Mm-hmm. And the cast that plays their school... Is like a bunch of like, like LA comedians and like I think like Paul Shear is in it. What? Like what? It's weird. <laughs> Hold on, I don't know that that's right. Isn't Jenna Fisher in it? Hold Jenna on. Fisher is in it. Yep, that's the one I knew. Um, I don't want to watch the trailer. Oh, speaking Judy of trailers, Judy Greer. Yes, Judy Greer. Um, Tony Hale, Tony Hale, and Thomas Lennon is what I was thinking. Okay, of. Jaleel White, P.J. Byrne, those are all like um, comedic actors. Strange, 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 yeah. strange. Um, yeah. So speaking of trailers, I wanted to know 
this movie? Like, what did they try and sell it as? A hundred percent million dollar baby or the Paris movie? Million dollar baby. Okay. What they tried to sell this movie as a hundred percent just an inspirational sports drama. Nothing from the last half even like a clip appears in the trailer and a mm. lot of people were mad when it came out because it came as just a giant shock and they were like i kind of think that's the, the best fuck? way to approach it though is like I think to let it that's surprise why you. it won best yeah. picture yeah like i do i, I th- always I think knew what this surprised. movie was about i had just never seen it so like i it, while i was you know feeling the like general sports movie feelings of like inspired by determination and hard work, yada, yada, uh, following your dreams. I'm saying it like almost dismissively, but like it really was moving the whole time. It was sort of matched with that melancholy like you were talking about. But even if I didn't know that, like you're right that the other people in the gym and like, I don't know, even just her home life and like her mom being shitty. Like it, it is all, all met with melancholy, but it all sort of like works as, the obstacle she's overcoming if yeah. you're viewing it as just a sports movie. I didn't know what this movie was when I watched it. Oh. So I just was like, this fucking Clint Eastwood like sports movie at one best picture. I need to watch it. I've owned the DVD for two years. Mm. Let me throw it on. And I was shocked that that's what the movie ended up being about. This time while I watched it, the middle dragged for me a little bit. A, because it's admittedly hard for me to super pay attention to stuff at this moment. That is not something I normally have an issue with, but right now, I don't know. I have, I'm having a hard time. Things are weird. Um, so, so the middle seemed to drag when it was just like, man, all this, like she's doing good. She's doing good. And I know what's coming. This sucks. Yeah. So like it, it definitely had a different experience knowing the ending. And I wonder if kind of that, just that shock is part of what propelled it to uh, win best picture mm-hmm. and it's like a long like i kind of expected it to be the kind of movie where it's a sports movie the whole time and then like the last 10 minutes are you know the sad ending but yeah, like it long. stretches out how long she's in the hospital like on a respirator and it, it felt like yeah. about 45 minutes maybe an hour of like was, after was, the neck snaps it was 30 to 45 because i remember watching I that note. fight the the final fight i remember watching it and like looking at how much time was left and i was like wait is this the fight where it's going to happen i feel like it happened a lot earlier than i expected yeah mm. so it it happens with like literally 45 minutes left cuz i took a note when it happened Jeez. which is crazy um yeah um uh let's talk about what it was up against um cuz chad you m- you may have seen some of these movies i know that mark okay. has um, it was up against Finding Neverland. I have seen that, and I think that this is better than that. Definitely better than that this. The movie is absurdly boring. It I is could not finish. Absurd also, how boring that movie is. I watched honestly. it in like in probably like the the deepest of like uh, isolation, like mm-hmm. doldrums that I was feeling. Yeah. Um. I like could not for the life of me pay attention to it. I feel like every line of that movie is whispered. Yep. Um, it's it's impossible to keep track of what's happening in that movie. Not because it's complicated, but because it is boring. It's and also so like half of it is like family drama that's like weirdly complicated because it's like you know they don't want you to be the dad to these kids because it's stopping the mom from getting married right. and they need to support the family. And then also like putting on this play and like the 
none of it is entertaining. Nope. The movie blows. I hate to say it, but <laughs> Peter Pan deserves better. He does. Uh, that's why we're. I'm very happy about the. What the fuck is the name of the guy who's doing? Oh my god, who directed Ghost Story? And um, oh, oh, yeah. Shit. The um, Pete's Dragon guy, David David Lowry. That's why I'm excited yeah. about David Lowry's Peter Pan. Um, I didn't know he was good. doing it, but okay. Yep, cool. He's doing the Disney Peter Pan, <laughs> which is <laughs> weird. Really interesting. Um, did you ever the see the Hugh Jackman did, as Captain Hood? The 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 one where they Pan? sing Nirvana. No, Pan I've was the 2004 seen. one. What was this one? No, Pan Pan is the um is the Hugh Jackman one. It, I thought I've Pan was the name of the one from like 2003, 2004. That one's just Peter Pan. Okay. But yeah. also that's the name of the animated one. Sure, yeah. Okay. But Pan... Also the name of the character. Pan yep. is the Hugh Jackman one. Okay, okay, okay. Pan sure. is the Hugh Jackman okay. one. Oh, Hook is the Robin Williams one. Yes. <laughs> I need to watch Hook. It's it's this big Spielberg movie that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Hook either, and I feel like people call me crazy for not having seen it. Like It's like the, the I watched Hook as a kid. judgment... Type yeah. of reaction I usually I mean, get. There's several Spielberg movies that I mm-hmm. haven't seen from his early years, but Hook is like the big one yeah. that I haven't seen. Um, so there's also uh, the guy who directed so <laughs> the other the other the other nominees. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wanted to tell Chad this one fact that the guy who directed yeah, yeah. Finding Neverland directed Christopher Robin, which is yes, far I did know that. It's, it's a Neverland. way better like version of that type of thing. Yes. Where it's like, um, yeah. okay, Ray, which I think is a movie that is just the performance. Mm. I don't think the movie is that good at all. And then I think it's hard watching it in a post walk hard like world, <laughs> yeah. which satirizes so, it yeah. and walk the line, but walk the line's a better movie. I mean, what's even worse though is like the movies that have come out after. Uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Like Bohemian Rhapsody, exactly. <laughs> that are yeah. that still fall into the exact same trappings of like he's got to think about his whole laugh before he goes on stage. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, I haven't seen the. Bo- yeah. I haven't seen the rest of the nominees though. Ray, Jamie Foxx is good in Ray. He won. Did he win an Oscar? He won an Oscar for that. No, right? that movie. Yes, the movie did. is yeah. is crazy long. Too long. That is a big problem with it. It covers. It's like the traditional biopic. Too, like covers covers all everything. of his life. Sucks. It um, also came out right right after he died. I which think, is a big reason. Which was yeah. like probably a a big push for yes. like you know it was, it was clearly scheduled. Like that was an Oscar play. Was yeah. having Ray Charles die. <laughs> right. Um, um, Harvey Weinstein <laughs> operated that. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so Sideways is the other one, which is a strange uh, Oscar nominee. Yeah. Kind of. It's Alexander Payne. Yeah. Like, he just makes movies that get Oscar nominated somehow. But and the, Election did really, which is bullshit. Election did <laughs> but But, like, um, Descendants is the same kind of thing, where it's, like, mm-hmm. a weird Oscar nom- nominee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Sideways is fine. I don't love it, but I think if I was a certain age when that movie came out, meaning a grown ass adult who was into wine, I probably would like it. The other one is The Aviator, which I love. Yeah, really I need good. to. I need to watch it. I know. I want to watch all three of these other movies: Ray, Sideways, and The Aviator. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Aviator's long as fuck because it's Scorsese, but it's Howard Hughes who is a fascinating person, and Leo deserved the Oscar then. I, I don't know. Jamie Foxx's Ray was actually really good, but um, yeah. 
Aviator's so, mm. so, so good. I really I, like Scorsese. I need to see this. I need to see more of his movies because he's too. been like a hundred percent like of what I've seen. I've liked all absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Every movie every Scorsese movie I've seen I've loved, but for some reason I've never made it a priority to yeah. go through all of his other Have stuff. Have you seen Silence? Um, I just watched Age of Innocence for the first time. That's Silence. another book another book that I've read recently. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And that movie is so good. I need to watch like some um, of his like, he's got some weird comedy. I want you guys to watch King of Comedy. That's the yeah. one yeah. that was like, blew my mind when I watched it. And I was like, why don't we talk about this when we talk about Scorsese? Well, People also get really the, latched on to the what is the movies, one, um, which are good. But... Uh, it's, I'm blanking on the name and I'm kind of embarrassed, but someone used to live here. Jane used to live here. What is it? Alice doesn't uh, live here. Alice anymore, doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. yeah, but I've, Jane I, doesn't live here. I, Alice doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, <laughs> no whatever one lives it is. Here. They're all gone. <laughs> whatever it is. So Alice doesn't live here anymore. I Su- haven't seen that Susie movie, moved. but the clips I've seen from that movie are so not what I expect from Scorsese, and it, I really want to yeah. see it because, like, he's a master at one thing. I really want to see that type of movie. I've heard nothing but good things about it, and yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy that like Scorsese is known for like movies that are about like rich people mm-hmm. and evil people and like because he does do those and, and he does them really well and, and, but he also does like movies like kundun which is or kundun or whatever kundun. that's a yeah it's it's about like the dalai lama yep and, and it's a he, disney movie so i've got to watch it at some point and he does like silence which is about yeah. like jesuit 17th priests. century yeah jesuit the last priests. temptation of christ i've always meant to watch i really Same. need yeah. to watch that movie hey it is the and season, age man. of innocence is about like it's about like 1860s high society in new york uh-huh. um it's it's just so good. we forget that he did hugo shutter yeah. island is a masterpiece cape fear is oh my god have you seen cape fear chatter mark I have. I think we watched it together for the first time. I haven't watched it since then, which is like five or six years. Cape Fear is so good because it is a horror movie where Robert De Niro is the monster. It's uh, it's so good. After Hours is the like comedic one that I want to that I want to watch, but I have not. Um, that's got like Tommy Chong in it, and mm. Cheech and Chong are both in it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like all right. Okay. Um, anyway, so to, we went off on that tangent. I. Think I li- I think I like Aviator better than this, but I think I'm not mad that this won Best Picture. No, honestly. it's it's one of uh, other than Titanic. I'd say this is my favorite Academy Award winning movie so far. I think okay, but Cody Scorsese hadn't won an Oscar at this point, and he doesn't till The Departed, and The Departed is incredible, but he should have won it a while ago. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the annoying thing because Clint did have it for Unforgiven. Yeah. Mm. Um, let me look and see, like, because that's kind of a fun thought of thought experiment of like, we obviously love Titanic. Yeah. Um, sorry. We do love down. Schindler's List is really here. good. Yes, it is. That that is another one. We okay. Silence the Lambs was before us, as was Unforgiven, mm-hmm. or both of those would count. Mm-hmm. Um, I I prefer this to Schindler's List, though. I think I think mm-hmm. I, I do say that. Too, I mean, when I, I say prefer, like I definitely would prefer watching this to watching Schindler's List. They're both rough. I like Gladiator. But, I like Chicago. Yeah. I like Lord of the Rings. There's some yeah, good ones yeah, in true here. True Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I might put Chicago above this. Chicago is very good. That's a, the, the Oscars are getting better the closer to modern day we get. 
but then they're going to get about to hit the departed no country for old men double punch Mm. like which is coming after crash yeah that's what we hit next right is crash yeah (laughs) (laughs) but that's the only really really bad one we till green Green book Book. yep i don't know that's true right no i think it's true the only bad one until green book let me do the list. Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. I like that movie. Which is which is not bad. It's right. not the best. Gotcha. It's not the right Hurt choice, Locker. but it's good. That's, that is good. That's really good. It's so now, good. The, the, one I'm, the one I'm getting caught up on, though, yeah, King's Speech is good, whatever. Uh, King's Speech like is King good. Speech. It's just annoying because fucking Social Network came out that year. And yeah, that's yeah, fucked sure. up. Uh, the, Other stuff. The artist, the artist is the one that I'm getting caught up on. Artist I, is fine. I couldn't get through it. Just it just is forgettable. I couldn't get through um, it. And it, it felt like it was like a, a really eye-rolly win for me. A little bit. It's also an hour and a half, so I can't mm, believe you didn't get through it. It's so short. I but didn't get very far. <laughs> yeah. Um, the artist is fine. Other things should have won, like, I don't know, Hugo, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, on and on. Argo's good. 12 Years a Slave is good. Birdman. Is con- I don't know how I feel about Birdman. Yeah, Birdman. I need to rewatch that. We don't have any more like time. English patients. <laughs> not until Green Book. And that's yeah, not quite an English patient. That's bad for a different reason. Because <laughs> Green Book has like the aesthetics of like a fairly like enjoyable movie. An English patient. That's true. Kind of the does stereotypical not. like the 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 period piece. So dry and boring. Yes, yeah. we're out of we're those. out of those, those kind weeds. of never happen again. Yeah, um, thank God. <laughs> but we have. Although they do, they do make those nominees though. Like Darkest yes. Hour is that. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Gosh, Green Book. Darkest is just, Hour. If that had won, I would have been so mad. It was never gonna win. It was never gonna win. But yeah. uh, man, <sighs> what's frustrating is looking at like stuff nominated for 2005 and like Brokeback Mountain. Obviously, it's annoying that that one didn't beat Crash. We're gonna go into this actually next time. We don't have to now. But like, <laughs> right. imagine if King Kong had won Best Picture. Um, I like that okay. movie. I like the 2005. It's a Kong. good movie. Yeah. I'm looking forward to rewatching that movie. I haven't seen it since Guys, theaters. Is Million Dollar Baby we're the best movie Sahara. of the year? <laughs> we're watching Sahara, or we would. And also, since we're doing commentaries now, doing a three and a half hour long one would be. Oh wait, are we are we locked into doing commentaries for now? Probably not, right? Uh, I thought we were. We'll Maybe. pray about we'll, we'll, it. We'll, we'll play it by ear. Yeah. I think that Sahara is going to be a really fun commentary. And we're doing yeah. Napoleon Dynamite as a commentary. I think we're low key a little locked into doing that. Oh, yeah, it's uh, fun. But it, hey, uh, is is Million Dollar Baby the best? Oh yeah, we should end. <laughs> yeah, it's um, been a, it's been an episode. It's been an episode. It's a good episode. <laughs> the thing about this movie, and this happens to us a lot with the Oscar movies, is we land on it's either good or bad. bad. <laughs> it's it's it, these episodes yeah. are kind of just more interesting in how they compare to everything else, which is why uh, going through those nominees was interesting. But now mm-hmm. the question comes. Is it better than a movie that wasn't even nominated, which was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Uh, and the answer been nominated over Finding Neverland. <laughs> and the answer is no for, <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's no. It's it, I, uh, uh, I think it's closer than I just made yeah. it sound because this movie mm-hmm. is really good. But in it Eternal is. Sunshine is. I better. mean, I but, I spoke very highly on Eternal Sunshine on our episode about it um, mm-hmm. because I think it truly is just like a, a masterpiece in like every single form. We're like, right. everything's working together. And I mean, we, we talked about like to tell the story, like to, to give this one super unique vision that like I've, mm-hmm. I've never seen a movie like that before for Eternal Sunshine. 
And then right. like a lot of the million dollar baby falls into the trappings of like, I've seen it before. This is a good version of this type of movie, but I've seen this type of thing before. I'm familiar with it. And then yeah, eternal sunshine is just this novel, super special movie. I don't know. It's, it's easy for me, easier for me than it is for you, but that's not anything against this movie. This movie rules. Right. It's very, very I think good. it's, I think it's an easy decision, but it's closer than it seems, if that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. for me, it's Eternal Sunshine. Uh, Mark, your thoughts? I would probably also say Eternal Sunshine. I I really enjoyed this movie, just to give final thoughts on this movie. Yeah. But once once she was bedridden, um, I think that... Uh, I don't know. I really disengaged from this movie, and I don't know if it's because like the idea of being bedridden like that makes me so uncomfortable, and I knew what was going to happen that like uh-huh. I just couldn't like engage with where the movie was going. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, especially the first hour and a half of this movie, the the sports part of this movie was was really really great. Right, and you are a sports boy, so I am a sports boy. <laughs> that makes sense. So. It's eternal sunshine all the way around. Um, But now, (gasps) wow, now, now it becomes really hard. And we're going to start with Chad because I think his um, his is his is pretty obvious. But we have to determine, you know, we're trying to find the best picture of our lives, not just of the fucking year. We had determined somewhat controversially that Pirates of the Caribbean the Curse of the Black Pearl is the best movie mm-hmm. of our lifetime over Titanic. I can't remember how I voted. I think I voted for Titanic, but if I didn't, I regret it now. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, they're both outstanding. I'm pretty um, sure it was a unanimous decision. I think I don't it was mostly born out of us being this just tired, tired of the same movie was yeah, winning over and yeah, over yeah. again. That's but fine. I mean, nothing um, against Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean is a fantastic movie. And I'll, I'll yeah, I'll just talk about it a little bit. It's so great. he's voting Eternal Sunshine. He didn't say yep. it, but he is. Yeah, we can go yeah. ahead and... <laughs> Gore Verbinski is the greatest living filmmaker. Um. <laughs> Why not? He, he's, he's got a new animated movie for Netflix that was I'm announced I'm really today. excited about that. I, I Holy like, shit. I like Gore Verbinski a lot. No one does action like him. He is, he is a right. fun, fun, fun I need fun, to watch Rango so I can watch, have a real opinion. You haven't seen Rango? On, uh, You'll like Rango no, a lot. It's, it's I Western. Need, Cody, it's, I'm gonna, I own it. I'm going to pull the DVD out and set it on my w- table until I watch it. Watch it tonight. Cody, I want you um, to know how, how hard I thought about how to make a Rango 2 joke when you when you sent that thing about him making a, a new Netflix animated movie. I was like, Rango? Goer, <laughs> Rangos, yeah, Rang- Rangos, Rango again, right. Rangos again. Yeah, I worked really hard. I got Rango, oh. like D E A U X. I thought about if you can make wow. a G look like a two, and decided you couldn't. Yeah. I have nothing. Hey, anyway, okay. Uh, but Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is a masterpiece. So okay, it's better. Uh, <laughs> I should go next because I'm voting Pirates of the Caribbean, Black <laughs> Pearl. Um. It's got everything I love. Ghosts. Ghost. Uh-huh. Pirates. Pirates. Swords. Sword fights. Cute brunettes. Swords. Sword fights. Disney. Johnny Depp. Theme park. <laughs> um, Johnny jokes. Depp. Say Johnny Depp. Uh, I'm not going to say that. but um, No, it's fine. Amber is the bad one now, so we can like Johnny again. They're both bad. It's a They're dynamic situation. Um, Maybe we just... shouldn't uh, judge people based on their failed marriages. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Um, maybe we shouldn't judge people based on what their uh, acrimonious ex says about them. Yeah, maybe Johnny Depp can keep doing his job and it's okay. 
and maybe they should be apart from each other because they are toxic for each other yes. and they're toxic people and they both need help and yes. on and on maybe, and on. Yes, yes, and yes. Maybe two people in, in a relationship can be bad. Yes. yes, it's not a one or the other. Aquaman 2 anyway, is canceled. Anyway, anyway, Pirates anyway, of the Caribbean anyway, anyway. 6, please. <laughs> no, the thing is, I Johnny Depp as... Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I Iconic. love it. I Great. do think it's time for them to completely move on and do hey, something. Hey, speaking of yeah. speaking of Johnny Depp, you know what the best part of Finding Neverland is? Not Johnny Not Depp. Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, it's when Johnny Depp pretends to be Hook and he just doesn't. He just doesn't. Oh. Jack Sparrow. Oh yeah, 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 that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, it's it, it's got everything I love. Um, I <sighs> spooky skeletons. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's so. It's got romance. Like, legitimately, I said all those things, and it was, like, kind of funny, but it's true. It, it's got elements of horror. It's got elements of comedy. It's got elements of romance. It's got big action. It's expensive to look at, but it's still weird. It's a blockbuster that's weird, you know, because I love mm-hmm. blockbusters. I do. But when they get to be weirder than normal, I love it. Um, I mean, when I, know, uh, I love it. when Barbosa steps into the moonlight and he says, "You best start is believing in ghost stories, Mister." Is there a better moment in You're cinema? in one. I, that is, is there. That's the best film moment we've talked about on the podcast. Yeah. But yes. I think that Eternal Sunshine is a better movie. Okay, I'm voting Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl, Curse of the Black Pearl. Of course, Mark, of course, I would expect nothing less. It's it's really tough because like. Pirates is just part of my film like history. Language. Yeah. Like it's it's something that I have always loved. Mm-hmm. Something that I have been watching like I watched it in theaters, I think. Mm-hmm. And then like just regularly since then. And it holds up amazingly. And that Whereas score, man. That score Eternal is Eternal Sunshine so good. is something that I had watched once before this year and didn't really love and then kind of came around to it. But I think that like, this is a closer decision. If I watch, you know, give me 10 more years of, (laughs) of rewatching eternal sunshine and it might be closer, but at the moment, I think it's still pirates. Man, I do. I'm not horribly mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I yeah, mean, Pirates is, Pirates Pirates is great. Gore Verbinski yeah. is the greatest living filmmaker. <laughs> Scorsese, um, uh, <laughs> um, Here's the thing um, about Pirates of the Caribbean. And I think we talked about it in the episode. But like, other than Lion King, I think it's the movie that we talked about that I've seen the most. Yeah. I've seen Iron Giant like probably five or six times. I've seen Jurassic Park. I don't know. Incredibles. I've seen so oh, many times. Oh, Incredibles. For me. You know what? You're it's, right. It's that thing you do for me. I I have to say. Really? I, mine is. Oh yeah. Lion King. Incre- uh, no, mine is Lion King, Pirates of the Caribbean, then Incredibles. I have seen Pirates of the I, Caribbean. I I have uh, watched that clip where they're on the radio for the first time from that thing you do probably twenty times in the last couple of weeks, and I cry it's probably so every good. single time. It's such a joy. It's the most joyful moment in cinema history. That's a good movie with just a god awful final moment, and it's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, like, it makes my stomach sink how bad the last moment of that movie it's is. Wild. Hey, Chad, I have a question for you to wrap this podcast yeah. up. When's the last time you were really truly kissed? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty bad part too. Uh, we should ask Mark that question because, like. He, you're not allowed to go out. Our uh, kiss machines, which we very woke. Okay, kiss call machines. Our wives. <laughs> we are woke, so we kill our wi- We kill our wives. Jesus, we 
we I call didn't our kill, wives. I didn't kill my wife. Um, Mark, when is the last time you truly were really kissed? I don't want to answer that <laughs> you question. You don't have to. <laughs> I was just turning it on you. Um, he kisses Miss, Mr. Frizz all the time, gives him a little oh, like, yeah. whisker kisses. Whisker kisses. Um, the thing is that Liv Tyler's answer in that question is like... It's been since ninth grade, Sucks. which is to wanna... which is to say that like her ex boyfriend is like a bad kisser and never meant it, right? But it makes you think like, okay, then what does it mean to like? How far back do I have to go? Lay I've one only on ever me, kissed honey. one person. You guys have kissed more people. Have you had a like just god awful kiss experience? Let's <laughs> um, the podcast like that. No, kisses are good. I, I don't know. They could be bad. Yeah, no, I have. Yeah, I feel like Mark that's all has. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're my wrap actually, up uh, my my, fir- my first kiss sucked. <laughs> my first kiss went a little like this. Oh no, please don't! This. <laughs> um. Okay. So anyway, this show's over. You can follow me yeah. at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you, you can follow can me at Chad. You can follow me on Twitter at Wallington Mark uh-huh. and Letterbox. Yeah, the same, you know. Follow the show at Weebix Picks on Twitter. W e p i c k p i c s. We're part of the yeah, that might be cool network. TMBC Productions. Um, we love it. We it's love great. It. They haven't kicked us off yet. They may not have listened yeah. to the past two episodes. Nah, this was a good episode. It's just insane. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, Cody, fuck, what's the best I movie? What's the best it? movie? We did something weird last week. I forgot freaking, how to. You do know, it. what's the best movie of our of the, of the year that we're 2004. in? Two thousand four. It, it's a uh, turn of sunshine and spotless mind. Mark, yeah. what's the best movie of two thousand four? It's what you just said, Chad. What he just asked me. Uh, it's Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. But Mark, one more well, my, again. My, one more my, again. My question to you now, Mark. Uh, and I already know the answer to this question, so I'm just going to tell you yep. my opinion okay, on the matter. Is it yep. the best movie of our lifetime so far? Is Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. What would you say is the best movie of our lifetime? You know, I think I think I would agree. Cody, Why don't you toss it to yeah. Well, I have to tell you something, boys. Uh-huh. You shouldn't be... Fuck, what's the quote? <laughs> I'm going to unplug your ventilator. No, to talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. I forgot the... Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> I got to tell you something, boys. Uh-huh. You best believe... You best, you best start, start believing, believing in, in ghost, ghost stories. Miss Turner. Mr. Oliver and Watlington. Okay. Because oh. you're in one. Because the best movie of our lifetimes is Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And remember, there are no demigods, you fucking pagan. Due to popular demand, uh, our next episode will be another commentary. We will be talking about everyone's favorite movie from 2004 that hasn't been talked about so far, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, and it's available to rent, you know, where you rent movies, Amazon, iTunes. So just get, get, your, get your popcorn ready, put on the movie, and, uh, and listen along next week. Hey, Chad, I two like your sleeves. Now. How, hey, why, do you, Chad, why do you like? Why them? are you drinking two percent milk? Is it because you think you're fat? Uh, you uh, could you could drink one percent if you wanted tots? to. <sighs> Fuck. Uh, 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 vote for Pedro. 
How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over them mountains? She, she broke I her cocks. I love technology. Okay, that's a deep cut. That's post-credits. Uh, you th- we're fucking watching the Oh, end. we're getting to that. Don't you Sweet. worry. Sweet. Can't wait. <laughs>